Welcome to Relationships Unraveled. I'm Miranda, and I am here to help you unravel your relationships and live the life you were created for. Together, we are going to learn and grow in how to navigate the many relationships that make up our lives. We're going to do this by having conversations that go below the surface. So let's shock the norm. Let's try something different and start discovering the next step forward as we talk through life together. God created us for relationships, so it's no surprise that we learn best how to navigate them together. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Relationships Unraveled podcast. I am piggybacking off of last week's episode today. We talked a lot about codependency last week and we broke it down. I used the analogy of like a spider web to explain what codependencies are and kind of how they harm our relationships, even though sometimes they seem safe. And that was episode 36. So today for episode 37, I want to continue this conversation that we started last week. But this time, instead of talking more about codependency, we're going to talk about the antidote to codependency are boundaries, putting boundaries in place, what boundaries are. And you know what's interesting, I think, is that I think boundaries are a super trendy word, right? I mean, we're hearing a lot about boundaries on social media, everywhere you turn, it seems like someone is talking about boundaries. You know, I'm going to put boundaries in place. Oh, you need boundaries in your life, like boundaries, hashtag boundaries. Everybody's talking about boundaries. But my experience with people over and over again, as well as my own experience before I delve into this to learn more, was that boundaries are necessary and boundaries are definitely critical in our relationships. But we're talking a lot about placing them, but we're not talking a lot about how to put boundaries in place how to do that well. And I would even venture to say that if you are putting boundaries in your life and you have not either talked to someone about those boundaries, like a therapist or some kind of coach, someone who is knowledgeable around boundaries, if you haven't talked to someone about that or intentionally like studied about it, read about it, learned about it, I would say that you're probably placing them unhealthy. You're probably not placing them healthy in your life. And they might not be helping. They might not be working. You might be thinking, uh, why is everything going worse since I started with these boundaries? Like everybody says, we need boundaries. And here I am having a harder time with boundaries. And so let's talk today about how do we put boundaries in place in a healthy way? How do we do it well so that it actually works? Because the goal of a boundary, I mean, ideally, the relationship means something to you, or you wouldn't be even considering a boundary. And so the goal of a boundary is to move a relationship forward. You don't want to like kill the relationship. You don't want to do a boundary if your goal is to, you know, discontinue the relationship, right? That doesn't need a boundary. That just needs, we're not doing this anymore, a talk, right? But a boundary is to make the relationship move forward in a healthier way than it's working in the present. And so we need to talk about this because... I do want you all to set boundaries. And I know that when you have codependencies in place, which we all do, we talked about this last episode, how do we get rid of these codependencies? Well, we set boundaries. But if we're setting boundaries in an unhealthy way, the relationship's going to get worse before it gets better. And sometimes even with healthy boundaries, it still gets worse before it gets better. So let's talk about this. There's good news and there's bad news. (laughs) 
I'll start with the good news. The good news is boundaries work. Okay. They work. They serve a purpose. And if you practice finding codependencies in your life last week and you're ready to make some changes, then boundaries are for you. That is the good news. They will help you to create the changes you're desiring in some of your relationships. They work. They're good news. Okay. The bad news is we often wait until we're absolutely furious at the other person to set a boundary, right? We let things go too far. We're codependent. We let things go too far. And then we're like, I am about to set a boundary. Well, it's really hard to set a healthy boundary with a bad motivation. Your motivation matters so much in setting boundaries. And I would say that's probably the clincher for all of setting boundaries is what is your motivation? I think it's super common to wait until we're angry, resentful, furious, fed up, and then our boundaries serve as a punishment for the other person. That is not a pure motivation for a boundary because that does not move the relationship forward. That is full of contempt, right? I mean, you want to punish this person, so you're putting a boundary in place to show them what's up, okay? That's not a healthy motivation. And that's not really the purpose of a boundary. That's actually not a boundary. That's just spite or, you know, payback. That's really all that is. So if you're calling that a boundary, it's actually not a boundary. So the first thing we have to do, and this is hard. So take a deep breath. You can do this. What we have to do to set a boundary in a healthy manner, we have to try. And this is going to take work because this is really hard. We have to try to replace our anger toward the other person with taking responsibility for the ways in which we have allowed the relationship to get to the point that it's at. Yes, you have been involved in the relationship just like the other person. And whether you've realized it or not, or whether you have the tools or not, you, if you're an adult, you have allowed the relationship to get to the point that it's at. You have played a role in that. If there are two people in a relationship, Both people are contributing something. And until you can get curious about your responsibility in the relationship, it's going to be very hard to make a change because without taking responsibility for our own self and our own contributions, that means that we're solely depending on the other person to change, to take responsibility for the ways that they're messing the relationship up. And you could be waiting on that forever because you have no control over someone else. So our only option, if we want to create change in our life, is to look at ourselves and take responsibility for the ways that we have contributed to the relationship. This is hard because a lot of times we see ourselves as a victim. It is just our nature to do that. And we've usually been over-serving in the relationship, which is why we're resentful in the first place. So it's really hard to look at ourselves and go, you know what? I probably should have stopped this a long time ago. You know, I have a responsibility in this. I thought if I kept on, you know, giving all of myself to this relationship that it would change him or her or make him happy or make her happy and it's not working. So I've got to take responsibility for my part. And then I can be empowered by taking responsibility that empowers you to make changes that you need in your life. 
that is how we get the power. We take responsibility for ourselves. And so that's the bad news that let's get over this hurdle first, because if you can't look at a situation and see yourself in it, that's your first priority to fix before you even begin to set a boundary. If you can't see yourself in a relationship and you can only see the other person, there's some internal work that you've got to do there before you're able to go toward the relationship with a healthy boundary. And that's just the truth. So figure out how to take responsibility for the ways you've allowed the relationship to progress in the way that it has progressed. Okay. And then once you get over that, you can start to put up boundaries in a healthy way. But the majority of the people that I talk to, they'll say like, for example, say you have like a child who isn't, you know, doing their chores. And they're like, oh, well, I'll fix that. I'll put up a boundary. You don't do your chores. You don't get to do anything for two weeks. And it's like, no, that's just a punishment. That's actually not a boundary. Purpose that a boundary serves is to protect your heart, your mind, your emotions in a relationship. It is to set you up for success in that relationship so that you're able to love the other person without contingencies. Because without boundaries, our relationships are usually set up is we love them if they do this. We love them if they do that. We love them if they give us what we need. And the minute that those needs are not met, we withdraw our love out of the relationship and we threaten them, we punish them, we're passive aggressive toward them, we just pull out of the relationship altogether. Let me be clear, those are not boundaries. Those are not boundaries. Withdrawing your love is not a boundary. A boundary is done in love so that the relationship can move forward. I'll give you an example. Okay, so when my kids were little, I used to get so frustrated about leaving the house when we tried to leave the house. I was the one doing everything. Like I was remembering the chargers, making sure everything was charged for the road trip, getting the snacks, getting the shoes, packing all the bags. And my husband would load everything. Like I would take it out to the garage. He would load it. But every single time we left on a trip, what would happen is my three kids, my husband would be sitting in the car waiting for me. And I would be coming out of the house with my hands completely full. I would usually drop something because I'm over trying to overcarry things or got the dog in one arm and a bag and, you know, my water and all these things. And I would get furious be like, oh my gosh, I am always the last one in the car. No one's offering to help me. This just, I would get so mad. And so then I would, you know, get in the car, slam the door, look out the window. What's wrong? Nothing. You know, and then our whole road trip, the first half was, was miserable because I was mad. I was mad that no one was helping me. So I remember one time specifically, I said, I'm really sick and tired of being the last one in the car. No one's offering to help me. I've got my hands full on my last, you know, trip out here and I'm doing everything and y'all are just sitting here waiting for me. And my husband said, I load the car. That's what I do. I always get my part done. I, you know, close up everything outside. He said, you do know you've got three kids. You're doing everything for them. They actually can help you. And I don't know. He's probably told me that a million times, but for some reason that day it stuck with me. And so the next road trip, I was intentional about setting out their backpacks the night before, the day before. And I said, hey, guys, I want you to be in charge of your backpack. 
So, and I put a little list by it, snacks, charger, iPad, headphones, toy, whatever, book. And I put, I said, these are some things you might want to think about putting in your backpack for the road trip. And I set it out and then I left it. I really did leave it. And I did not pack their little backpacks. I did not remind them to get their backpacks. And would you know that those kids were capable of getting what they wanted? And if they forgot something, I let them forget it. And the next time they packed their bags, they were certain not to forget it because they were very, very, very interested in getting the things that they needed the next time. This was a codependency that we had built into our family. And I broke that codependency by setting a boundary. But what I didn't do was intentionally cause them to fail by saying, uh, I'm not getting your bag. You don't even get, you don't get a bag because I'm sick and tired of doing everything for everybody. So y'all don't get backpacks this time. You don't get snacks. I always get the snacks. I didn't do that because that is completely withdrawing love from my kids for something that they didn't do. They're not the adult in the situation. They did not set the relationship up that way. I did. So that's the example of taking responsibility for your part. Yes, I could just stay mad at my husband and my kids for never helping me. Poor me, right? I could stay in that place. Or I could say, okay, Miranda, how have you set this up this way? You got to take responsibility for what you've contributed to this problem and this resentment that you're feeling in order to make a change. And when I did that, I realized nobody was tying me up, making me overserve my family. That was just me doing that out of, I don't know, my own pressure on myself. And when I realized that and I stopped and I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask for help. And if they fail, I'm going to set them up for success the best I can without feeling like I'm overserving them. And then I'm going to allow them to fail this one time so that they will feel the pain necessary to change. And then they will take packing their bags seriously. And that, my friends, is a boundary that I have never gone back from. I mean, it worked. It worked right away. And it was incredible. But I'm thinking, man, where else in my life do I need to do this? Because I don't like feeling resentful. And so one, I'm thankful that my husband was honest with me that day. And two, I'm really grateful that I had the insight to try that, you know, when I really didn't really know fully what I was doing. But I do want to encourage you that if you feel contempt and if you feel anger, you're not setting a boundary. You're being hateful and resentful and usually judgmental, and you're just out to get them back. So stop feeling sorry for ourselves. Take responsibility for how we've contributed and then Set a boundary that protects you while still supporting and loving the people that you actually love. That is the way to set a healthy boundary. And that's an actual boundary. Now, I will say when you first set boundaries with people, they're going to think that you're faking. So they're going to push against it to see if you're going to be consistent. So I would say when you go to set a boundary, consistency is the key. You want to hold to that boundary. So make sure you put one in place that you're actually able to carry out. You don't want to put a boundary in place that sounds really impossible for yourself because you're not going to succeed at that boundary and then they won't take you seriously. So try to think of something simple and have a conversation, you know? Like when I did that with my kids, I said, "I'm tired of starting our road trips frustrated and that's on me. I'm taking on way too much, so I need y'all to help me. Here's what we're going to do. Y'all are going to take over the road trip backpacks." You get your own backpack, you get your list, you put in it whatever you want. And I gave it to him and I really did give it to him. 
that's the other part. You actually have to pass it off. Like you can't, you can't give it to them and then micromanage and nag them about their backpacks. It does not work. That's not a boundary. You're still over-serving that way. So you have to be prepared to set boundaries. You don't just throw them up real nonchalantly because it's hard. It's different for us. And we have to work on these things. And so that is kind of the nutshell of how to put a, a healthy boundary in place. Now, if you're wondering, okay, how do I begin to find where I need boundaries? Because some of us think we don't, we have great boundaries, like we're good. I would say this was the best advice I've ever gotten. The best little test I've ever received or heard of for boundaries is wherever you feel resentment in your life, that is where you're missing a boundary. Okay, I'm going to say that again, because it's gold. Wherever you feel resentment in your life, that is precisely where you're missing a boundary. Yes. So anytime you're resentful toward your kid, your spouse, your boss, your friend, you've got to stop. And instead of going, how dare them take advantage of me? Stop yourself right there. That is victim talk. That's victim mentality. That's going to get you absolutely nowhere. You'll never change one circumstance in your life if that's the way you think. We've got to practice shifting our brains to think about how have I set myself up in this role, in this relationship? And what can I do to set a boundary in a loving way? But the hatefulness and the contempt lessens when you're looking at it from taking responsibility for yourself instead of being angry about what they're doing. They're doing whatever you're letting them get away with, basically. You teach people how to treat you. So if they're doing something that really makes you upset, stop letting them. And until you can get to a place where you fully can go, you're right, you know, I am allowing this. I've got to do something about this. It's my responsibility. You're not going to experience very much change. I'm just going to be honest. Like, you're not. I I wish I could tell you something different, but it it just doesn't work. Like, taking responsibility is the key to changing your life. That's the main thing we have to do. But yes, find places where you have resentment and then go, okay, that's where I need to put a boundary in place. And take some time to think about it. Like, what does a healthy boundary look like for me in this area? You know, am and be honest with yourself. Like, am I choosing a boundary that brings pain on them on purpose to bring them pain? Or am I genuinely just trying to find something that works to protect my own emotions in our relationship? Because it really, really matters. And one more thing I will talk about that people really struggle with is we have these relationships built and we're always evolving and we're always changing. And you know what? Sometimes people seem to set boundaries out of nowhere. You might think like me and my sister have been operating perfectly our whole lives. We're close. We tell each other everything. It's been amazing. And all of a sudden, she said that's not working for her anymore. How dare her? I'm so mad at her. She ruined everything, whatever you feel, you know, any variation of that. But in all honesty, your sister's a grown up with her own life and her own brain and her own heart and her own desires. And she has every right to grow and evolve. And if she's realizing that the way she has set up some of her relationships is no longer working for her, she has every right to make some changes in her life. Now, if you're codependent on your sister, that's going to make you mad. That's going to make you real mad because the codependency is no longer working. But if you understand how to love and respect your sister as her own individual person, you might say, okay, like, let me know how I can support you. Let me know how I can help you. This is different for me. I don't really know how our relationship's going to look. It's a little scary. And you can talk about it. 
but just to withdraw love and say like, well, she's messing everything up. It's really none of our business what other adults want to do. Like, I mean, in all honesty, unless you're married to them or you're sharing finances, I don't know. It's really none of our business what people do with their emotional life and with their growth and with their changes and with their desires. Like that's really just not, it's just not our business. I mean, in all honesty. And so check your heart, be honest with yourself. I tell you what, truth telling is probably the number one track to change. If you can't be honest and face some truths that might be a little hard to face, you're probably not going to experience much lasting change in your, in your life. And so truth tell with yourself about these relationships and about these boundaries. Ask for help. Read a book. Send me a DM on Instagram or email me. I love talking about these things because I really want us to be successful. I believe that boundaries work and I do believe codependencies are harmful for our relationships. And I definitely believe that's not the way God intended them to be and that we're not experiencing the fullness of what God has for us when we're operating in these ways. But it is the default way we learn. That is what it is, you know? So it's going to take some intentionality on our part to create the changes we want, but we're able to do that. We're able to learn. We're able to change. We're able to try different things. We're not stuck. Like as much as you may believe you're stuck in your circumstances, I promise you, you're not. If you can figure out your part in it, that's the first hurdle. And once you can do that, you really can see a window for change. And I want to encourage you to try this. And I want to encourage you, if you didn't listen to the codependency episode last week, go back and listen to that one before this one. I guess if you're already this far in, it's a little too late to say that. But listen to both of them because these things go hand in hand. And it's normal to wake up one day and evolve past the way you've set up a relationship and to feel tired and go, you know what? This isn't working for me anymore. I've changed. I'm growing. I'm learning more about myself. I need to make some changes in these areas. That's okay. Now, I will tell you, the people that are codependent upon you are not going to tell you that's okay because they probably haven't done the work around it themselves to understand it. Therefore, they're going to be mad. They're going to push back and they're going to try everything they can, whether they realize it or not, to get you back in the little box that works. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for them to push your buttons, manipulate, and try everything they can to get you to revert back to the way things were because that's what they believe works. And I think, I mean, that's subconsciously, we just kick into that. Like, I don't think that they're intentionally doing that. And I don't think they realize they're doing that. But definitely be prepared for that. Stay consistent, stay strong, and stay loving. Continue to talk to them. You know, you don't just have to set a boundary and go silent. You can say, I'm making some changes. I know this is hard. I know you might not understand. And that's okay. I love you. I'm here for you but I've got to do some things in my life that are necessary for my well-being. And I will talk to you about it as much as you want to talk about it. But if you don't understand, that's perfectly okay. But I am not trying to hurt you. I'm not trying to, you know, send a message that I don't love you or, you know, want to support you. I'm just working on some things. They might not understand. If they've done any kind of work in their life at all, they will understand because they've been there. But just know you can walk this road without people understanding. You can. Just try to stay loving and accepting and try and understand that they don't understand. 
And so give them a little cushion to reassure them because they're terrified that you're done with the relationship. They feel abandoned, left behind. Make sure they know that you're still there. You're not going anywhere. You love them. But these changes are for you, not because of what they've done. And that will help soften the change. That will help soften the relationship. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm really glad you're here. I enjoy every week getting to share and I appreciate you listening and sharing if it you know was meaningful for you sharing with your friends and family is always appreciated. So thank you for being here and I will meet you all back here next week for another episode. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Relationships Unraveled podcast. If you love the episode, please share it on social media and be sure to tag me. Find me at Miranda Kirk. And let's continue the conversation. I hope you'll tune in again next week.